Welcome everyone to the Tiffany Talks podcast show where we discuss holistic health, healing, and helping others in 30 minutes or less. I'm your host, Tiffany Patlin, health and wellness coach, best-selling author of the teaching memoir, Unlocking Your Ability to Heal, a motivational speaker, founder of Cosmic Sweeps, Herbal Potions, and Tiffany Patlin Health and Wellness, where I use my life experience of healing after abuse to help other women battling through life to discover their unique path to healing and happiness. Today, we have a very special guest. Her name is Lindsay White. Lindsay is a principal founder and sought-after leadership coach and people strategist who believes that every business, no matter how small, deserves three things, great leadership, an impactful people strategy, and a culture that inspires. Let's welcome Lindsay. Hi. Hi, Lindsay. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm great. I want to hear and learn more about high voltage leadership. <laughs> yeah, awesome. Well, I'm excited uh, to share. So um, high voltage leadership for me started four years ago, uh, this past August, when I quit. I left my job, um, actually right in the middle of a conversation that I was having with my horribly toxic leader. Uh, unfortunately, I worked for someone who um, was, you know, terribly unpleasant. Um, and and really what I would define as toxic, someone who, you know, really created malfunctions and issues and disharmony um, in not only in our own team, but in other teams and other places as well. And the truth is, um, I got to a point in, in a conversation, one more conversation, uh, where she was unhappy with me. Um, and I said, you know what? I just, I don't fit here anymore. And at that point I had already been in the people and culture HR space for over 10 years. And I really loved, I really loved working with people. I'm, I'm a real problem solver. Um, and I'm also a really natural coach and I had loved working with senior leaders and executives to help them, you know, build, what was their own leadership brand, but also build a strategy to create really high-performing, really, you know, great communities and teams and build belonging um, for the people that worked for them. Um, and I knew that's what I wanted to continue to do, but I knew I just couldn't work for this individual any further. I was really completely depleted. Um, I was completely exhausted. I was taking anti-anxiety medications. I was taping sleeping medications. Wow. And, and you'll love this, Tiffany. I actually went and had some really in-depth blood work done shortly after. And the truth is, I was at critically low levels of just about every vitamin, mineral, micronutrient. Um, it Like every one of them was in the red zone. The natural path that I was seeing was just 
absolutely flabbergasted. So when I say that I was depleted, I, I really truly was. Yeah. I was, it was like sh this individual had just sucked the life out of me. Wow. Um, so I was really lucky at that point. I knew I wanted uh, to elevate my coaching practice. And so I spent a whole year really immersed in um, uh, building my coaching practice and, and did um, two uh, designations, two internationally recognized coaching certifications. Nice. Um, it, it was amazing through that process. I really was able uh, to get back to myself, like who, who I truly am. Um, and part of that is being high voltage. I'm a high energy, passionate, outgoing, um, really sparkly human being. And so that's why it became high voltage leadership because that's part of my life purpose is to be a high voltage extension cord that connects others to that. What makes them brilliant. I love that so much. And I feel like a lot of people can relate to that. Having to deal with somebody toxic within the workplace. I mean, that's one of the reasons why I said I'm never going back you know, to working for the man, I call it, because, yeah. because of that. There's always going to be someone and, you know, you get tired of being mistreated, trampled on, stepped on, all this jazz. So I, I totally resonate and I have a feeling a lot of people listening and watching can resonate with that too. And I just love that it inspired you to do what you're doing now because I feel like leadership is very important in not just business, but in all areas, even if you're in a group setting with people or learning something like leadership is vital. It's really important. And you know what? You, you just made such a great point, Tiffany. Leadership starts from within. It's an inside job. Inside and job. Oh, it's that. an inside job. And what I do with my clients is really help them understand who are they as a person? What do they really value? What are the things that are most important to them? And what the heck are they even doing here? Like, what's your purpose? What's your why? And lots of people talk about that, but not many people do the really heavy lifting to really uncover what those things are, but also how, how do you live your values? How do you show up in a way that is on purpose for you? And that's where the rubber hits the road. And when we start to understand who we are in the inside, then we can bring that to our leadership on the outside, whether it's leading in our families, right? Because, I mean, you and I are mothers. We're leaders, right? <laughs> yes. We lead in our friend groups. We lead in our, you know, in our communities. We don't just lead at work because our name appears somewhere on an orchard. We lead in every interaction, and particularly over the last couple of years, we've had some examples of how people have really fallen down in their leadership. And it, the truth is, it's really what we it's what we're all about and how we how we really bring that to life for ourselves every day. That's the most important part of being a great leader. I love that so much. That kind of leads into my other question that I have, which you, I feel like you kind of touched on it, but I want to see if maybe we can dig a little deeper. And that is how would you say health and wellness plays a part in leadership? Yeah. So, I, I mean, I think, it, first of all, let me just say, I think it's vital. And, and I think health and wellness from a physical perspective, I mean, I talked about how when I left my toxic work environment, I was physically unwell. And I think as leaders, 
we have to have a very, we have a very physical presence, right? It is in how we show up. And so when we feel physically good, when we are taking care of ourselves, when we are doing the exercise that's right for each of us. And I know that that's going to be different for everybody. When we get outside, when we get sunshine on our face, um, when, when we move our bodies, those things make us feel powerful, strong, energized, but it's also, it's our mental health, right? And again, when we know what is truly important to us, what makes us who we are, and then how we can have more of that, um, we can feel stronger and more impactful in every one of our interactions when we when we do the work that's important. So, for example, I do a, you know a little meditation um, practice every day that really helps me get a hold of my inner critic because that's something that I struggle with. I know a lot of people do, right? That oh, yeah. mean little jerk that lives in your own. <laughs> That, 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 you know, little group of voices that tell you that you're not enough. Yeah. Well, when we allow that conversation to get involved in the way we lead, we don't show up very effectively. The truth is actually we start triggering other people's saboteurs. And then what happens is uh, we are leading from a place where we don't have any power. And when in fact, we're not being conscious about our behavior, we're allowing that negative internal dialogue to dictate how we are present. So I think it's got to be a combination of how do you feel physically and how do you feel mentally and how connected are you to what you truly value and what your real purpose is. And if you get those three things um, all going in the right direction, you can be a really powerful presence as a leader. And I'm not Tiffany, I'm not talking about, you know, being a big high voltage person like I am. You can be an introvert and still be a really impactful leader. You have to know what your leadership brand is. You have to know what the style is that you're comfortable with. That's what really uh, will make you have that incredible presence that you want to have in every space that you show up. I love that. And I agree wholeheartedly. Um, I'm all about you know, mentally, physically, and spiritually, um, you know, getting yourself right, you know, in balance every day. It's what I do every single day. And just like you mentioned, I do the same thing. I refuse to start my day. I refuse to go have a phone call or meet with anybody, anything business until I am okay mentally, physically, and spiritually. Because just like what you said, um, you know, it, you can see it in people. You can even feel it. I know you, sometimes you could just tell like something's going on with that person. Yeah. So if somebody is trying to show up and help people or this or that and serve, and they just don't, there's like a, a vibe that's like clouding them. People can feel that and that can actually affect your business. So like you said, showing up in, in that way is so monumental to our progress, our success and the spirituality piece, that's how you can find your purpose. And like you mentioned, you have to know your why. So health and wellness really is vital to leadership in every way. And about being depleted, whoa, I feel like that's a majority of the people in this world. Uh, people, we're not looking at that. We're not looking at those, the lack of minerals or nutrients in our our body. And we need to focus on that every single day. And I know it can get exhausting, but you know, once you learn and you figure out what works for you, you know, then you can have yeah. like your own little routine going and 
just like you, you meditate first thing in the morning, you get yourself centered and you're ready to start the day, right? Do you ever notice that? Like, have you ever like skipped a day where you didn't do your stuff and you're like, oh my gosh, why did I do that? <laughs> oh, yeah, totally. And, and let me just say, I'm far from perfect at this, right? Leadership is a journey, not a destination. And, and so, yes, absolutely. Are there days where I have skipped it and, and totally felt it? Are there mornings where I just felt like it didn't go right or evenings where I didn't feel like I got where I needed to that day? You bet, right? And, and those are the moments where you can't let that internal conversation get the better of you um, because every you get a chance to start over every morning, right? I guess. That's, that's the beautiful part. Um, but, you know, it, it is about the constant practice, right? Leadership is a practice. Um, and it's about getting incrementally better every single day. Um, and some days, you know what, you're going to put it in the wind column. And some days, maybe not so much. Uh, and that's, that's all right, as long as you're consciously trying uh, to be a little bit better uh, every time you show up. Yeah, practice makes you better. I don't like to say practice makes no. perfect, because no. there's no such thing as perfect, no. right? Practice it's makes you better. <laughs> better. And the only person you're competing against is the person that you were yesterday. So if you did a great job yesterday, can you do a little bit better today? Right? What, what can you reflect on? How can you continue to grow? And I think that's one of the most important things that I talk about with my clients who are female entrepreneurs, small business owners, you know, how can you be a little bit better today? How can you, you know, really inspire your team to show up and do their best work? How can you create a workplace where people feel seen, heard, and like they belong there? Because yeah. that's when you are going to get their best work. You're going to get their most brilliant ideas. And the truth is, those people are going to inspire you. They're going to inspire you to step up and do even better. Um, and that's when you create cultures um, that are really high performing, that truly, truly invest in their clients. Um, and isn't that where we want to do our business, right? Heck yeah. Yes. Yeah. I can remember be, working in some places where the leadership was just blah and you end up feeling it. But when somebody really shows that they care about you and it makes you want to work harder, it, like you just said, they do their best work. Um, I resonate with that because I've felt that before. And it's, there's a lot of truth in that. You treat your people right, they will do their best. And like you said, they'll also inspire you. Yeah, yeah, they really will. I do have another question for you. I yeah. wanted to ask, what is it that you think holds people back from being a leader? And how could you and your services help them? Yeah, so there's a couple of things. That's a great question. Um, I think for many people, they don't see themselves as a leader. And so I think some of that, again, is that inner critic voice. Well, I can't lead. I don't know how. I'm not energetic enough. It's too much work. Um, I'm going to be terrible at it. Uh, and in all reality, I again, I believe everyone has the capacity to be a great leader. It's just a matter, again, of understanding what are your superpowers? What are the things that make you amazing as a leader that you can bring to the table? And no two people are going to have the same superpowers. We're all very different, right? Uh, so that is some of the work that is really important that I do with my clients. So being a coach, a certified coach, I get to work with people one-on-one -on -one to really uncover what is that, 
right? What makes you special? What can you really lean into? What can you bring to the table? And also, you know, really bravely, courageously exploring what do you need help with, right? Because we're not masters of everything. Yeah. Right? And, and being able to create teams. I was just speaking with a leader a moment ago, right? She knows what she's awesome at and she hires other people to do the other things that she knows are not her zone of genius. So, but you have to be able to bravely own that. You have to be courageous enough to know I'm not good at details. I'm not good at numbers. So guess what? I have a bookkeeper and she is amazing at that. And I have incredible respect for what she does, right? So it's about owning what makes you special. And sometimes that's really hard for people to actually acknowledge that I'm really good at this, right? So we do a lot of work around, again, embracing values, what's important to you, how do you have more of that in your world every day, and then what is it that you have to offer and how can you bring more of that with you in your leadership? And, and that's the, the deep, meaningful work that I get to do with my clients. And that that is truly why I believe it is important to have a coach to work with. Um, because they can really hold a mirror up so you can see what you are truly amazing at. Yes. And coaches need coaches, you know, 100%. like you said, we don't know everything. You know, I, I love what I do. I do a lot of different things, but I'm still not an expert in everything. You know, there's things that I can learn. We can all learn. Um, I think that's something that would be more beneficial if people were more open-minded to just realizing that we're just constantly learning, 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 learning new things. Yeah. Um, and that's just what helps push us forward and gets us ahead. And you mentioned that inner critic quite a few times, and it's reminding me of when I went to the Unleash Your Rising Breakthrough event in San Diego last summer. And um, in that event, that breakthrough event, they were talking about how you have an inner critic. And one of the ideas that my book coach gave us was to imagine that that inner critic is like a funny character or something, somebody like it could be a pesky fly, whatever you want, um, a mini mouse, um, um, something you don't like or anything. And you just like do like this mini mental exercise where when you start hearing those words that you're not worthy, nobody wants to listen to you, look at how you look, whatever the case may be, you know, whatever is in your head, they're just lies. They're just all lies of your circumstances that you probably picked up along the way. And oh, when you feel that little thing coming, you just flick it off and say, not today, you know, or come up with something clever that means something that resonates with you because all that's doing is preventing you from rising up to be the leader that you were meant to be, right? It, it's true. And and the reality is we do all struggle with that inner critic or that saboteur. We all oh, have yeah. it. Right? Me too. <laughs> Every single one of us. And, and I've certainly encountered people that have said, oh, I don't have that. Mm. That they may not recognize what it is, but it's there. We all have it. To some degree, uh, right? Yeah. And, and I would tell you that like, you know, even the Dalai Lama or Deepak Chopra, they have theirs too, right? We all have, we all have that sort of nasty inner voice that tells us that we're not enough in some way, right? Yeah. And um, it is in developing the mental muscles to, as you've said, actually get up close to it and understand what is that voice saying to me? And that's actually really, that can be really painful work. Yeah. That's where working with a coach can be really valuable because they can create a really great space for you to explore that 
in a way that you feel safe in hearing that negativity and then building the mental muscles to actually do exactly what you've said. Give it an identity, right? Make it something that you can see and deal with. Maybe do uh, with some of my clients, we'll, we'll do like an Oprah style interview, like really get up close and personal, right? And understanding who is that voice? What are they saying? And then building the capacity to do just that, flick it off your shoulder. Or actually what you're doing is retraining your brain, right? Yes. To really move out of that sort of negative limbic space, that brainstem area into the prefrontal cortex, where you can really approach things from a more sage or positive or solid uh, space. And so that's a lot of the work that I, I do uh, with clients is, is really getting a firm grip on that conversation that's happening in your own head, right? Yes. And identifying your purpose. I think that's a huge one. I love that you help people do that because somebody might say one day, oh, you know, I feel like doing this job over here. But then why? What is that? Why? Like, why are you doing it? And I myself have, you know, as I've been learning this with my whole coaching business, I learned that too. It really is important to hone in and focus on your why. Why are you doing this? What is this for? And we all have the ability to find our purpose. But like you said, having a coach, someone like you can actually help you know what questions to ask. You can identify and see things in people that they might not see in themselves. And you're able to pull out that gold and like show it to it to yeah. them, like mirror it to them because they don't see it themselves. I mean, okay. even to this day, people see me in a light that I'm still trying to see myself in. Like right. you mentioned, we all have this inner critic, this thing to some degree. And, and that's why, you know, just having a coach like Lindsay is just so amazing to have because you'll just learn and it'll open up new doors of opportunity for you to grow. Just like you said, I love it. Yeah, it, it really is true. Um, uh, and it, you know, for me, it's incredibly rewarding work. Um, seeing the transformation that happens in, and I work with clients, uh, you know, I have a, a six week boot camp uh, where we really focus on that saboteur voice and getting, you know, getting a grip on it all the way through. I've, I've had clients I've worked uh, with for a couple of years. The transformation for me is such an incredible reward. Seeing people um, really truly become who they are meant to be and really embracing that being and bringing that to the doing, bringing that to an action space so that they are doing and living and expressing who, who they truly are uh, on the inside. And, and being a part of that is really rewarding for me. Um, but Tiffany, you're right. You can't read the label from inside the bottle. Right? <laughs> you, can't, you can't always see yourself accurately. And so, yes, having a coach is incredibly valuable, particularly if you are wanting to truly be a great leader, right? That, that is a really important space um, where, you know, having a partner, having a partner and a guide in that, um, can help you move forward faster is the truth. Right? I agree wholeheartedly. Yep. I had to write that down. You can't read the label from the inside of a bottle. I love that so much. It's the perfect <laughs> metaphor, right? Um, yeah. and, and, and let me just say that if you are looking to engage with a coach and they don't have a coach of their own, they are not currently involved in coaching themselves. 
that that is actually a big red flag. And you said it earlier, even coaches need their own coach. I will never be without a coach to help me because I recognize my limitations in how I view myself, my leadership, my business. I know I need that support. I know I need that accountability. And I know I need someone who's going to push me just a little bit at the right moment. Right? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. What I'm dying to hear is for you, if you could share with us, like maybe one of your favorite wins, like a transformational story where somebody went from here to here. Yeah. Um, you know, there's so many. Um, uh, so I'll give you a recent one. So I'm just wrapping up one of my six week boot camps uh, with a group of five incredible women. And, and what a community they have created in, in a short period of time. Um, and the stories that they're telling me out of this short period are absolutely remarkable. Um, but I heard from one of them just yesterday um, that they have absolutely, you know, this is someone who has been a lifelong people pleaser. And Tiffany, I know you know what that's all about. I'm one of those people too. I look after everybody else first um, and I end up with uh, very little in the end. Um, and in a matter of six weeks, she has really been able to examine why. Why is that uh, what her saboteur tells her, what her inner critic tells her? Um, and she has absolutely been able to shift the way that she's interacting with her kids because, of course, we give up a lot for our children. Um, she has absolutely been able to start shifting the conversation with her husband. And they have been talking differently for the first time in months. Um, and it is incredible to see just uh, with six weeks of, of in this group, what she has been able to transform in her own family, um, but most importantly in herself and how she's starting to look at her role as a mom and her role as a business owner um, in an incredibly different and, and more dynamic way, right? Um, which again, it's just incredibly rewarding. Like it just lights my soul up uh, to hear to hear stories like that. Yeah, me too. I feel inspired. I have goosebumps. I love hearing stuff like that. So I hope you guys that are listening and watching are inspired. Um, you can't go wrong with Lindsay. I mean, she's a <laughs> pot of gold over here. Um, yes, um, you. yeah, that's why I wanted to have you on because I know that you're really good at what you do and you genuinely care about people. And what I love is how you also know how important the health and wellness aspect yeah. is to pretty much everything in life, but in this case, <laughs> leadership. It's true. It's true. So as we come to the end of our show, could you please share a profound statement or quote to inspire our listeners and viewers today? Oh my goodness. I knew you were going to ask me that. And I, I actually really had, I really struggled finding the right one because there's so many that I love, but let me see if I can come up with the right. And I'm trying to remember the words. Now my head's, of course, my head's. <laughs> Like I had it now, I forgot it. Um, I, I think you know some of the most inspiring um, words for me have uh, have. Now where did I put it? I'm sorry, I gotta look here because now I missed it. Jeez, Tiffany, I wrote it down. I'm um, sure it's gonna be worth it. <laughs> so this is what a um, a coach, uh, my coach, and I were talking about. You know, sort of before Christmas, um, and I thought that this was a really this made a a big difference to me, especially as the pleaser. And that was, I need to put it down. It's heavy. Ooh. And um, I really, so thank you for waiting. Cause that was important. Um, yes, it was it something was. 
it was something that was deeply meaningful for me because again, as a pleaser, and I know probably many listening to the show are, we carry a lot of things that don't belong to us. Mm. And to, to actually acknowledge that it's, it's getting really heavy and, and I need to put it down was very right. Simple words, Tiffany, but so impactful for me. So um, I'm glad I remembered to be able to share that with everybody. Me too, because that was beautiful. Um, Even with all the healing work that I've done in my own life, uh, that's something that I've said that I never knew that that, um, trauma or, you know, abuse was so heavy because you know, when people hurt you, it's their, it's what, it's their pain. It's what they did. And we don't deserve to carry that pain from somebody else's wrong actions. And that affects us in life in, in leadership and business and parenting. So we don't even realize it. And again, that's why having a coach is helpful. So you want to reach out for, to Lindsay, be sure to check her out on social media. I have all her um, links in the description box. Uh, thank you so much, Lindsay, for coming on to the show. It was such a pleasure to chat with you. We will oh, be in touch. <laughs> such a pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much. Take care. Thank you to everyone listening and watching today's episode, whether live or on replay. Uh, Feel free to comment with what resonated with you, and I appreciate all your reviews. You can help me reach my 2022 goal to spread the word by inviting your friends and family to like and follow on Facebook and subscribe on YouTube. You can also listen at your leisure on major podcast platforms. And today, I leave you today with this quote from John C. Maxwell. A leader is one who knows the way, goes the way, and shows the way. I'm Tiffany Patlin, signing off until the next episode. Take care, everyone. Bye.